I, I see what Scott's saying. I was like, what's this twist? We're like, uh, what's that movie producer? I'm Night Shyamalan. Shyamalan, thank you. Peter North. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Scott. Hey, yo. Is that his younger brother? It's gonna be Jeff. The cream will rise to the top. Oh, yeah. And you're listening to all of the great action figures from our good friends at Hasbro. The fully posable. Have your own WrestleMania with all your favorite figures. Wrestling figure. Made sold separately from LJN. Podcast. And we are the Mount Rushmore of professional <laughs> wrestling. Hey, welcome to episode 273 of the Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast, the longest running episodic wrestling figure podcast going today. My name is Jeff. Sitting alongside next to me is my real life brother, not storyline brother, Scott. Scott, say hello. Hello. And Scott joining us tonight as part of our creator sit-in with the show. It's like what Howard Stern used to do. He'd have people just sit in on the news and stuff. Like Jackie Puppet? Way to bring back Jackie Puppet. I forgot all about that. Love Jackie Puppet. But sitting in with us is one half of the Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast, one half of the Outfield Concourse Podcast, Steve Fontas. Fontas? Did I say that right? Nope. Steve Fontas. Well done, Jeff. Yep. Like I've known you three years. Uh, one day I'm going to get this correct. <laughs> it's okay. I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, are you drinking an energy drink with us? Yes. So I was going to do a bang, but it's 8.30, almost 8.50 Chicago time. So I'll be up all night. So I have a monster rehab. Peach. Oh. Monster, no O. Monster rehab. No O. Yes, they're delicious, you weirdo. <laughs> Dude, Steve would be awake all the way through both days of WrestleMania if he drank a bang at this time. That's it's true. totally forgivable. Okay, so why isn't he doing this? I have two children. They're going to get me up at 6 a.m. regardless of what I'm doing right now. <laughs> but you're still going to be recovering from the bang energy drink. No, the rehab is the recovery. That's why it's called rehab. Oh, I have the best words. <laughs> <laughs> the best word. That's a t-shirt. <laughs> Scott, how are you doing, man? I am doing great. Lemon drop bang going through me today. Powering me through the show. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm really happy to have Steve on today good friend of the show. We've known him forever. Like you said, three years now we've been on his now returning the favor. He's on ours. Really excited to have Steve on Steve. Thanks for coming on today, man. Yeah, it's awesome. I'm excited. I heard your last uh, podcast crossover, the chick Foley show. That was fun. So hopefully this is too. It will be. Yeah. We're going to keep doing this, having more creators on. I mean, well, Steve is just a creative guy, even without a podcast. I mean, just look at that basement you have going on down there with all the VHS tapes. And all the other junk. I'm going to do some rearranging down here. I also am going to set up a second TV to have the dual TV set up down here. My wife just like shook her head at me today when she saw I brought home a second TV stand. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So you're going to have like WrestleMania 2 on one screen and then 3 so you can watch 2 at once and get through them no. faster? Oh. What I'm going to do is I'm going to take tape 1 of WrestleMania 4, put it on one tape or v- TV VHS number two of WrestleMania four on the other TV and just play them simultaneously. So I get to WrestleMania four and a half the time. Love it. Why would you want to watch WrestleMania four? It was so bad. Ugh. Steve, Steve put Scott in his place. <laughs> Tell him WrestleMania four was bad. Here's the deal. I've never had nostalgia for that show at all. And we talked about it on a WrestleMania four show we did recently. 
I rewatched it for the first time and since probably 1997. Wow. Like all the way through. Oh, wow. It was that long between all the way through. I've, I've seen it, you know, but I've never seen it all the way through. And it's got everything you can want as a fan. It's got everybody. Yes. The matches aren't great. There's no standout match except for maybe the ending. But it's got everybody you could want as a fan. If you if you were born between like 80 and 90 or even like 75 and 90, it's got everybody you could possibly want on one pay-per-view. I mean, I know Jeff was a little upset with the tag team ending. <laughs> yeah, a little upset. And... That's one way to put it. <laughs> Crying like a baby would be another. It was fun to look back at that show. The fact that I walked off uh, crying is because is you know one reason why I don't like that pay per view. But that's a whole different story. It was a hilarious <laughs> moment. I still smile about it today. <laughs> oh, thanks, prick. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. You know what? I never really thought about that, Steve. But you're 100 percent right. If you were a fan of WWF in the 80s, it has everything you could possibly want. Hogan and Andre two was on it, or three. Mm-hmm. Hogan Andre three. Um, Warrior, yeah. Savage, like you name an 80s wrestler, they were there. So yeah, I never really thought about it that way, but you're totally right. And to this day, still my favorite. I absolutely love it. I will not disagree about the quality of the matches, but maybe for that nostalgia factor, I just, I love it still today. For sure. Ric Flair wasn't on it, Scott. Uh, right. Cause he was on the Clash of Champions that was going head to head with WrestleMania four. Oh, yes. But you said everybody in the 80s was on that pay-per-view. Well, okay. Everybody but Ric Flair. <laughs> there you go. Clash of Champions, Sting versus Flair. Clash Champions won right there. Yep. Holding uh-huh. up for you guys. Steve, why don't you get your plugs out of the way? Okay. So thanks, guys, once again for having me on. My co-host and I, Eric, host a podcast, the Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at PPW Podcast. And if you're following Fully Posable, I'm sure you've followed us or seen us on Twitter at some point. We've been almost at this about four and a half years now. And it's a basically a nostalgic show where we try to go back in time and pick any particular event or particular category and try to put ourselves where we were as a fan at that time and pull out stories and try to pull out stories as for our listeners. I think one show we did a show about how wrestling got us in trouble when we were a kid. And I told the story about how in like seventh grade when I stole $20 from my mom's wallet to go to a wrestling show and the the craziness that happened because of that because I was such a weird obsessed with wrestling kid. So PPW podcast, just search positively processing podcast. Uh, we do a show usually twice a month, sometimes every week, depending on the schedule. And then also just started another show with my good friend, Casey Boguslaw. He's a baseball writer and also runs the MLB barrel alert count. So uh, MLB barrel alerts, it's pretty popular now as advanced access coming through. Anyway, I wanted to do a show with him because he's an advanced stat guy. I am not. I wanted to make them more fun and more accessible for baseball fans because I feel like they come off kind of snobby sometimes. And we wanted to make them more fun for baseball fans. You could follow us at Concourse Pod. We're the Outfield Concourse Podcast. It focuses mainly on the White Sox because that's our team. But as they play other teams, uh, you'll hear more about teams as well. So those are my two plugs to get in. Very good show. I listened to both. Very fun, dude. I have enjoyed it. The whole analytics or the first four letters is anal um uh, uh, <laughs> dude what what did i what did i say what we try to keep this thing as family friendly as possible and here you go already we're not even like 10 minutes in and you start in already i've given up on that <laughs> the family friendly thing dad doesn't listen you don't listen so <laughs> <laughs> but what if mom is listening <laughs> she might laugh <laughs> Oh, there goes my son and his anal jokes again. Ha ha ha. 
Uh, no, actually, it's been a lot of fun listening to it. I'm actually curious uh, what your buddy thinks of rookies like coming up. And I think yeah. I texted you about this. Like, I'm interested to see what he thinks about certain rookies that are coming up. For example, the dude in Detroit, uh, Abdu. Mm-hmm. Abdu? Yeah. I, yeah. Anyways, I want to see what he thinks about him. Like, is he going to continue that? Just a lot of info from him. So. Yeah, I'll definitely, I've got notes on that. So, and also if anyone else has, there's a baseball fan, I know this is wrestling related, but everything's wrestling related. Who's Abe Knuckle, Knuckleball Schwartz was the baseball <laughs> wrestler, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah, but, but uh, at Concourse Pod, shoot us a question and we'll, we'll try to answer it best we can on the show. But Casey's an extremely talented baseball writer, got a big history in it, got a degree in mathematics and he makes it fun and follow us that for that. And then for wrestling, Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast. And you can get your shirt at whatamaneuver.net, right? That's right. And they have, this isn't like just me saying it because we were on there. You guys are on there too. If you buy any shirt from whatamaneuver.net, they're one of the top t-shirts I've ever bought in period. Yep. Yes. Uh, outside of maybe this sweet homage shirt I'm wearing right now. Oh. Those are another, another top of the line one too. But whatamaneuver.net makes quality, quality stuff. And did you use our code for your homage shirt? You know, why would I not get 20% off? There you go. Am I an idiot? I'm not an idiot, right? Am I? So twenty no. percent. What is that code, Jeff? That is FPP two zero over at Homage to get twenty percent off your entire order. They've got a slew of NBA Jam just style T shirts. They have Scott. I was kind of going through. They have Saved by the Bell guys, AC Slater and Zach Morris, which I thought yep. was awesome. Yep. They have some Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle shirts as well going on over there, and wrestling shirt in the NBA Jam style, like the turtles. Uh, you know what? I know they have a whole line of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles shirts. Okay. I don't remember if any are in the NBA Jam style, though. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. My favorite is still Gorilla and Bobby. Yes. How great is that? I love it. Also, keep keep your eye out, too. They sometimes do special WrestleMania shirts the week, like the weekend, and they'll do, like, surprise drops. I don't know if they will this year, but keep an eye on that. Ooh. Even on Sunday and Monday, like, right after Mania, they, they drop special shirts. So Ooh. after you're listening to the show, head over to Homage. And use that code. You're a hell of a spokesman for them, Steve. (laughs) I love their products. (laughs) We should get them on our show, but I love their, they're awesome. I have like 20 of their shirts. They're awesome. (laughs) Again, that's FPP20 at checkout to save yourself 20% over at Homage. You can follow us on Twitter, YouTube, Snapchat, and the Book of Faces at Fully Opposable, Instagram, Fully Opposable, WFP. You can go back and listen to any of our past podcasts, which I have been doing, Scott, and they are terrible. (laughs) <laughs> over at Podbean. Way to put oh us over, God. dude. Good job. Oh, dude, those first few episodes are rough. I was like, how the hell did we ever gain a following? <laughs> Man, I had to carry you through them, too. It was hard. Oh, dude, seriously. It was crap, <laughs> crap, and more crap we were putting out. <laughs> it gets better. But it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was. It was. Now it's a drag. Back then it was fun. Yeah, exactly. But you can go to Podbean, search Fully Posable. You can go back to fullyposablepodcast.com and check out anything on there you can also go links up to pro wrestling tees and what a maneuver stitcher itunes iHeartRadio, and spotify you can send us any audio questions questions or anything else at all send it on over to fully posable wfp at gmail.com in fact i was going back and i was listening to those earlier episodes and i forgot that i used to do the wfp oh yeah so like w would be walter F, I don't know who I would be able to do right now. And P, Pez Watley. I don't even know if I used him in the earlier episodes. <laughs> well done, but, dude. I forgot all about that too. Yeah, exactly. So it was kind of funny because by episode, I God, what was it? I think it was like by episode 50, I was like 
okay, I've got to stop this. This is stupid. (laughs) (laughs) You couldn't maintain it. It's too many names. No, exactly, exactly. So we will get to the questions next week. We do not have a listener segment this week. We are pushing it off to next week. Justin, I'm sorry. JT, I'm sorry. But we will get to them next week. Steve, did you do any toy spotting? The only toy spotting I did came in the mail. And I think mine did not come off a stuck boat in the canal, but I did get (laughs) a couple of my New Japan Super 7 figures from Entertainment Earth. You son of a... (laughs) These are figures that... (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Death taxes... And Jeff not getting his Super <laughs> 7 figures. That's There's a, a three constants in life. If you order from Super 7, you're screwed. <laughs> if you ordered from Super 7, you're going to get them in the next pandemic. Yeah, That's right. That's right. Haley's Comet is going to happen before Super 7 <laughs> figures. I, I actually went to Target today for real toy spotting, and they had the entire line of the WrestleMania set with the Goldberg, China, Shawn Michaels, and all them. Uh-huh. They had one Shawn Michaels, which is what I've been looking for, but the box was kind of destroyed. Ugh. And I've slowly been becoming an MLC collector, and I was like, eh, I'm not going to grab this one. If you wanted a Goldberg, they had 76 of them, <laughs> so apparently he's, he's, he's the new Heenan on the shelves there. But, but those, those are my big ones. You're becoming an MOC collector. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> and, or my other thing, it's going to be worse, though, because I want to open it up like the Hollywood Ultimate. I'm buying two. Yeah. Just like, oh, what yep. am, like, what am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> it's an addiction. Did you get any from Entertainment Earth or? Just, yeah, just the, the uh, New Japan figures. Just the two MG New Japan figures I got. Okay. I'm still okay. waiting on my Ultimates from Entertainment Earth, Jeff, if that's where you were going with that. That's exactly where I was going with that. I've actually been hearing a lot of people saying they're Hogan, they're Bray, haven't come in from Entertainment nope. Earth. Nope. In fact, we were on a Zoom call, Steve, mm-hmm. Ring Skirts, uh, Jeff Verbal Sows on Twitter, uh, Tony Barker, and Rad Chad. We were all on, and Nate said that he didn't get in his Entertainment Earth Hogan or Bray. Yep. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people are still waiting on that, Scott. Probably sitting next to the Super 7 shipment. Scott, did you do any toy spotting? Well, I did. Did Steve complete all of his toy spotting? I think so. Yeah, that's it. I, I always go, I, I just, it's part of my run every week. Every week, my daughter has dance class and I, there's a target down the road from the dance class. So that's my standard look for toys over there. Sometimes I'll go to the Walmart, but lately the Walmarts around here are a giant waste of time. Mm, ditto. It's maybe a couple AEW belts and that's it. It's just, and I, I don't like to complain because it's whatever, everyone's dealing with it, but it doesn't seem like a good business model for either Walmart or Mattel to have bear pegs, Yep. you know? Couldn't agree more. What are you going to do? Couldn't agree more. And to go into your uh, your comment about Walmart, I went into my Walmart just to see what they had. Somebody actually bought the Riho figure that had been sitting there for like two months. Mm-hmm. And oh. they had three basics on the pegs. That was it. Three basics. That was it for wrestling figures. They had a few toy belts, like you said, Steve. Um, I think they had a couple of AEW rings. But their wrestling section is just, it's abysmal. It's so bad. And it's not getting better. It seems like they'll get a big shipment in and then nothing for seven months. It's hilarious. I think they're on their weekly reset, dude. Oh, the, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that's what it is. Uh, but no, uh, any uh, other toy spotting? Not really. I got in my uh, Supreme Cobra Commander from Hasbro Pulse. And yes. it's amazing. I know you were going to yes. mention that you got yours too, Jeff. Incredible looking figure. Um, and in, as a matter of fact, Hasbro showed some G.I. Joe figures this week from the upcoming Snake Eyes movie. Ah, uh, they're okay. 
I probably am going to pass on them and just stick to the classified. But man, if you're able to get your hands on that Cobra Commander figure, it is sweet. And unfortunately, like a lot of other people, I missed out on the Legends pre-order because I didn't know it was happening. I got onto social media a little bit late this morning, and by 11.30 Pacific time, everything had been wiped out for hours. So while I wanted to get two beefcakes and one Vader, I walked away just shedding tears. So I'm going to have to hope I'm able to spot them at retail. Thoughts and prayers, Scott. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. But you know what's weird? And actually, Steve Hoker is the one that told us about this. The Legends Warrior figure popped up back on Walmart the same day that the new Legends figures went up for pre-order. So kind of weird, I guess. Maybe stay tuned to Target's website just to see if they come back in stock. So I'm just going to keep checking. We'll see what happens. Yeah, they popped up. uh, Warrior popped it back up on Target's website. Uh, I did pre-order another one because I did want one to open. I had one MOC, but I wanted one to open as well. Gotcha. Put it on my jam-packed loose shelf. Yes, you do have quite a few loose figures for an MOC guy. I did get the Cobra Commander, like you said. You know what's cool is I actually went to three targets this past weekend. Every single one had AEW figures. Wow. I Whoa. Series 3, that's all. But it was still impressive to see that Series 3 was on the pegs at Target, at three different targets that I went to. No chase figures though, right? No, 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 nothing like that. But I was okay. still happy to see that. That was really cool. I was. It just blew me away. I mean, there was Darby, there was Pac, there was Orange Cassie. I mean, they were just all there. It's like, okay, this is cool. This is what we need right now. That's awesome. They look great at the shelf too, with the with the packaging being you know uniform across the board. And yep. that's one thing I hope they never change with that line is keep everything that, keep the packaging the same. Jax did it. Let's hope they keep it the same too. Totally agree. Is it because you want to keep them all uniformed and you don't want any variants like Mattel does with their elite line? <laughs> I just, yes, but I also think it looks great. I think the gold really pops because yes. I've got I've got all series one of my wall. I think the gold pops. I think if you get these signed, because it's a dark package, the bright paint pen will pop off even better. Yes. Couldn't agree more. And it makes it way easier to hang them up on your wall when you're an MOC guy too, if all the packages stays the same. But look at the classic superstars. It's timeless. Like you said, Steve, it's a great looking package to hang up on the wall. Why change it? Don't ruin a good thing. Yeah. Did you say great looking package? Here you go again, dude. All right, guys, we had a lot. of. (laughs) You're out of control. Mom's going to be so pissed at you. She'd be driving along with her friends. Here you are cursing on her radio, talking about anal and package. (laughs) Mom, meatloaf. <laughs> what is she doing back there? I don't know what she does back there. <laughs> All right, guys, we have a lot of news that we need to jump into. Steve, are you okay? Are you nervous? I'm okay. We, I'll let you get into it. And I'll explain why I'm nervous. All right. Let's let's get into it. Oh, you gonna learn today? In the news, guys, Zombie Sailor Toys line is called Wrestling Heels and Faces. These are the Hasbro-styled figures. Josh Sailor, or as everybody knows him, Zombie Sailor, put out a, a kind of like a Facebook post, and he said the main point of it was figures will be under $40. So under 40 would be like $39.99. So yes. who knows? We don't know. It's, he just said under $40. Scott, you in or you out? No, dude, I'm out. It's that it's too much to go. I, I understand all of the costs involved, and he already mentioned razor-thin margins. But for me, I'm out. 
And there's a good reason for that, as you'll be getting to a little bit later in the news. I love that there's another player in the game. The more the merrier. I've been saying that all along. But that price point is just a little bit too high. If he was at like 20 to 25, we're talking. And if it comes in at that, that's great. Then there are a couple that I might look at. But under 40, like you said, could be 39.99. That's probably not going to include shipping. So at that price, I hate to sound like a, a shark here, but I'm out. Steve? I'm out. And it, not necessarily because of the price point. And I know these are as close to official Hasbro figures you're going to get, especially with the original artist make designing these. But even though that I view them as a, as customs and they're professional customs and they're a professional toy company being made, but to me, they're just a custom. And I don't want to poo-poo that at all because I know a lot of people are pumped for these. And like Scott said, I think it's awesome there's more toy makers because it'll make Mattel step their game up. It'll give people options. It'll help you know, it'll help business, small businesses make money to help these old wrestlers make money, have stuff to sell their gimmick tables once we get cons back. But just for me, I'm out just for the reason of I, I, I have to stick in a lane and I have to stick with official because there's so many new toy figure companies coming out, like independent ones. You, for me and for my budget, I have to stay in a lane and it's going to be with jazz. Whereas it's going to be with Mattel. 40 bucks is a lot, man. That's tough. It depends on how bad I want Dino, how bad I want the Rock and Roll Express. Yeah, that see, that's the kicker. It's it's, it's going to be a name, right? That is going to be like, okay, now it's worth the money. I don't right. know that he's going to have a name to add to the Hasbro collection that's going to be like, okay, I'm going to drop 40 bucks on that. Because you got to figure after shipping, you're going to be right around 40 bucks. Look, honestly, I want him to do great. I want him to keep coming out with these. I want him to land everybody that Jax, or not Jax, that uh, Mattel can't get, right? Maybe even fill some holes in the in the Hasbro collection that Hasbro didn't make. That would be fantastic. I want him to keep going for years. But for me personally, like you, Steve, I need to kind of pick a lane and stay in it. And $40 retros, I, I just can't do it. Also, he did announce a couple of new people that I botched. Enzo, uh, Ron Rudat sketch was shown on Enzo. Also, Earl Hebner will have two different looks, one with a bow tie, the other with a striped shirt, the striped shirt he was wearing when he screwed Brett. <laughs> allegedly allegedly uh, no dude we all watched it i'm pretty sure that happened could have been brett screwing brett it's all it's all interpretation tomorrow's a big showdown in montreal <laughs> earl, to, earl, earl earl swore on his kids he wouldn't he wouldn't screw me <laughs> brett are you there <laughs> for all your wrestling with shadows fans as, and as wrestling fans we all watched that and beyond the mat 600 times growing up. So. Yes, yes. <laughs> Roughly around 600, yeah. Yep. <laughs> okay, meat and potatoes. And Steve, you were nervous when you heard that we were going to be recovering this tonight. Okay, so we're talking, what are we, you're the host, and I don't want to drive because this is your show. So what are, what's the big reveal? It's it's Sunday when this show's out. What what just came out today? Um, Let me see. Something big. What came out today? Uh, help me out. Are you <laughs> Okay, so we know. Jeff's ribbing me here. The WrestleMania <laughs> virtual Mattel Elite Squad access reveals today. Yes. And this is the thing everyone looks forward to in the wrestling figure community outside of Comic-Con, right? Yep. This yep. is the event. This is the second biggest and, one that everybody waits for. And Jeff and I were texting, and he goes, when do you want to come on? And I said, you know what, probably before Mania, not 
realizing this was going to line up perfectly with when the figures would be revealed. (laughs) (laughs) No pressure, Steve. No pressure. You guys are the experts in in this field, the wrestling figure community, the wrestling figure field. You guys are up near the top of the list with that. And I'm like, your listeners are going to want to hear what you guys think, not what someone who makes a a podcast running nostalgia about weird wrestling things he did as a kid. So (laughs) I'm a little nervous to give my opinion on it because you guys are the experts. I will, but you guys are going to lead and drive. However, I will say just start off, almost everything I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It kept getting better and better and better. So I can't wait to talk about it. Okay, hold on. Let's let's go back. I don't think we're experts. We play a good role. (laughs) <laughs> all right you, you do something enough for five years long enough you're gonna get a, you're gonna get okay at it. how about that hey. so what's jeff's excuse <laughs> oh with the big brother burn hey i've been at my job for 12 years i i play a good role there i i skate by vacant <laughs> to make it good job dude thanks man <laughs> i love those you, trash dude. cans don't empty, empty themselves in his office someone's gonna do it somebody's gotta do it Let's start off with the Motu Wave 7. Now, this was flat out awesome. Wave 7, Bret Hart. He will have three different sunglasses or interchangeable glasses. He will have the chest plate with the heart and the wings on it. I loved it. Um, Scott, I'm going to stop right there because there's still other names I need to get into. But are you jumping into the Motu? Uh, No, no, no. I can't, dude. like Funkos for me, it's a very slippery slope. It's the same reason I'm not getting into the Masters of the Universe origins that are out right now. It, it, it Once I start, I won't be able to stop. And it's so late in the game on these Motu crossover figures that I don't want to have to go backwards and start collecting because those things are starting to escalate in value. So while I admire them and I love that they're selling like crazy and people get really excited about it, I love to see that. I want Mattel to make all the money that they can, and I love these crossover figures, but I, I can't jump in that pool, dude. Almost the same thing as with the Zombie Sailor figures. It's like I'll admire them and think that they're really, really cool, and I want them to go on forever, but much like Steve said, I'm going to go back to it. you, you got to stick in a lane, right? And those crossover figures just aren't my lane. However, a little bit later in the news, we're getting into something that is my lane. But we'll get to that eventually. Scott? Jeff? Just do it. No. I can't. You and Travis <laughs> Fowler, dude, with the Castle Grayskull. Like, just buy it. I can't. I can't. Look, aside from budget, I have nowhere to put a Castle Grayskull. Scott? Nowhere. Jeff? Scott? Stop. Just do it. Stop. Shannon, Shannon gave you the okay. Oh, I'm going to tell mom. You better quit gonna- it, dude. I'm playing that card. <laughs> I'm tell mom you're making butt jokes on the show. <laughs> that's it. Got it. That's a, that's my type of humor. Steve, are you in on these? <laughs> I am not in on the Motu figures. Oh, and just like Scott, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. Yep. But if I'm in Walmart and I see this bread on the shelf, I'm buying him, and I'm opening him though. And he's gonna because he's a Bret Hart Remco style figure. When are you gonna get that? Right. You know. Right. And. And the fact that this stuff, like his armor comes off, that's even better. And you yeah. can take the glasses off and he would even hang out with my Ninja Turtles maybe. But if I see that, I'm not going to go out of my way to get it, but Brett's the only one I would get. It's kind of like those zombie figures. The only one I got was the Kevin Owens that said, bite Owens bite, because I love a good pun. That was the only shirt <laughs> one I got. It's good dad joke. And now right he's, part like of Halloween. He's, yeah, he's part of Halloween decorations now. He comes, he's in the Halloween bin. So I'm going to stick with the one Brett. Of this entire line. You can really can you, stop at one. 
I mean, maybe. We'll find out, won't we? <laughs> and there's the slippery slope. I wouldn't be able to stop if I got just one. I'd want like three more. And then once I got three more, I'd have to get the whole set. So that's where I can't invest. I just, I can't do it. I want to, but I can't. Steve, can you do your Brett impression seeing this figure? <laughs> Are we talking 91, 91 Brett or uh, old man who shits on everything Brett? <laughs> Let's do old man shits on everything Brett. <laughs> who, who I love. Who I love. I love both versions of him, by the way. Who was Brett at Walmart? Brett's in Walmart walking down the aisle. Oh, uh, oh. I could have had a. I could have been a He-Man. I could have been a good He-Man. <laughs> <laughs> Orko screwed me. <laughs> I, I forgave Sean. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> good improv, dude. Good improv. I like it. Well done. Also in Mode Two, Wave Seven, JYD, Sergeant Slaughter, and. Andre, the giant, who is an oversized figure when you stack him up next to the other Motu figures. He is giant. So cool. So, so cool. And here's where they make it hard to say no, because they do cool things like that. It (laughs) makes sense. Andre the giant would be like a big ogre type, like literally a giant in the He-Man line. They're making a lot of sense with what they're doing, and they're making it harder to say no to these things. I also want to point out, Jeff, all four names, legends, not current superstars. Legends. Oh, very good, dude. I didn't even think about that. Yep. Well done. That's interesting because usually they do a two and two. Exactly. Exactly. So I'm wondering, are the legends selling better than the current day superstars in the Motu? Well, I mean, they're all selling well, but wondering if the legends are doing better. I think legends are just doing better, period, outside of Bobby Heenan and the weasel suit. Would agree. I mean, if you look at a lot of these figures down this line, it's legends. Yep. A lot of the figures that were revealed today were legends. And in fact, I'll go into the Showdown Series 5 basic two packs based off of Attitude Era matches and rivalries. Mick Foley and Stone Cold, Bulldog in jeans versus Bossman and Trish versus China. These are all Attitude Era. Yep. Six more legends figures. Exactly. I'm tempted by the Bulldog in jeans, but I think I'll just buy that one off of eBay. That's the only figure I'd want. Are you going to pass on the other ones? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'll just buy a Bulldog off of eBay or something. Yeah, I'll see if Shannon wants Trish versus China because she likes both of them. So she might want that one. But yeah, I'm, I'm with you. These are all a pass for me. So I'm going to just kind of ignore the basics except for the new ones. Well, Steve, are you in on those showdowns? Are you going to get any of those? No, I. but I think they're cool. And I know these are probably for kids because they're not elite figures, but they're cool and and especially who's whoever thought we get a blue jeans bulldog it's yeah pretty cool yeah that's mm-hmm. a pretty deep dive right there i like it okay new basics and scott your prediction came true i told you you really went out on a limb in your predictions <laughs> earlier this year i really did dude i mean you really put yourself out there i mean it was you said that there was going to be a dexter loomis figure the basic was shown today i'm amazed you are nostradamus yeah i am it's true did not see this one coming at all. I know. I know. Sometimes you just got to make a bold prediction and watch it come true. Scott Stradamus. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Also, Jake Atlas, he will have a variant, and he will be in white shorts for the variant, and Damian Priest. So those were new basics that are coming out. Elite 86. This is the SummerSlam series. We've talked about this lineup before. Seth from SummerSlam 2020, he where he was in that 97 Halloween Havoc ray gear. Looks good. It does look good. Bray Wyatt coming with the blue universal title. Now, here's the cool one. Sid Justice. 
he will be in ref gear, but if you remove the ref gear, he is naked underneath. I'm just joking. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I'm only joking. Oh, there's little Sid. <laughs> no, you get Sid in a red singlet from his WCW look. And the red singlet actually looks like his UK galoob. It really does, dude. So I was on the fence on this figure because it, I think I said it. If he has his ref gear on and it's removable, I would want it to be Sid Justice underneath. This almost one-upped my suggestion of having Sid Justice. Since technically they already did a Sid Justice figure, they went red singlet from WCW Sid Justice. So taking two different federations, making it into one figure, I kind of like what they did there. I'm wondering how it's going to be packaged if he'll be in the referee outfit or if it'll be off to the side and they'll be showing him in the red singlet. But either way, great, great looking figure. Package was shown uh, in package. So he is in the ref gear. Oh, man. See? Got to buy two. They almost had me. They almost had me. I would have probably done the red singlet. You're going to get it no matter what. I'm probably going to get it no matter what. (laughs) Steve, you grabbing it? I don't know, only because I'm a little concerned about it being soft goods and it being Mattel and their history with soft goods. And they they fixed it by pushing the soft goods off to the side, not on the figure. I'm worried about those black pants bleeding onto his onto his legs and having black spots from mm, the pants. Good point. Good point. So if you're a loose collector, that's something to think about. Good point. Hopefully it's not. Hopefully it's not an issue, but it it could be. So we'll see. Also in this line was Triple H from 1998 SummerSlam. He will have a variant where he'll be in red gear. Miz, he will be in a white coat, white glasses. I think that was his 2018 SummerSlam look, if I'm not mistaken. And Carmella is in her 2018 SummerSlam attire. Now in the Elite Collection, Target exclusive, it will be Colonel Mustafa. He will have a soft goods shirt on. How cool is that, Scott? Man. I didn't think I'd ever see a Colonel Mustafa outside of Jack's Classic Superstars. And here goes Mattel just going off. I love it. The figure looks fantastic. I mean, they nailed Sheiky Baby. Great looking figure. Steve, you excited for that yeah, one? It's, yeah, it's a home run. And him him being a part of the, what was it, the, the Trio of Terror or something at SummerSlam 91. Yeah. It's, it's a home run. I will say, though, that our friend Brandon Hova experienced this at WrestleCon a couple years ago. He did have to explain to the Sheik how to spell Mustafa. He had to spell it for him when he signed it, his figure. <laughs> FYI, guys, if you want the Sheik to sign it, he he will need some help with it. I but love it. It's a home run. It's it's awesome. It's a home run. And this is something I never would have guessed they would have done. Agree. Scott, do you, do you remember when we were at Wrestle Reunion, was that 2011, and somebody uh-huh. walked, walked up with Nikolai and Iron Sheik boxed LJNs? Yep. And what happened next? <laughs> Sheik fell in love with because I think he sees him loose all the time I'm sure but here comes this dude and this dude was no joke like this dude walked in with plastic tubs full of figures to get signed he was with his girlfriend she was helping him lug everything and he goes up to Sheik's table a packaged now this is back in 2011 I believe so the values weren't what they are today 10 years later but it was still you could still get quite a bit for it puts it down in front of the Iron Sheik and you just saw Sheik's eyes open up and he was like, I haven't seen one of these in so long. He looks at the guy, straighten his eyes, says, I'll give you $300 for this. Sheik's handler 
jumps in and he's like, no, he won't. No, he, no, no, no. He's just kidding. He's not going to give you $300. The dude wasn't going to sell it anyway, but I thought it was freaking hilarious that the handler had to jump in and talk Sheik off the ledge. I think Sheik was hammered because look, if, if I was hammered at a table signing autograph, somebody walked up with that, I'd probably offer him three or $500 too. But the handler jumped in. He's like, no, no, no. He's just kidding. Never mind. Dude wasn't going to, you could tell the guy was a collector. He wasn't going to take it. And then he immediately would have opened it. Yes, exactly. And then Jeff and I are crying. It would have been all bad. <laughs> so again, the Colonel Mustafa is a Target exclusive soft goods shirt. Elite 87, Candice LeRae. She will have a winged vest and she will have light purple hair. Apollo, he will have the debut of the new U.S. title. Santos Escobar has a revised NXT cruiserweight title. Asuka, she'll have a mask and she'll have the gold frillies i guess you could call them hanging off of it this one powers of pain warlord i need to stop right there dude i popped huge when i saw that thing are you scared why would i be scared you know why you would be scared when you see a picture of warlord from the powers of pain you know why you'd be scared same reason i'm scared because he didn't have that walking stick that uh he came with in the jacks classic no what did ljn do when they made Warlord. Okay, I think Steve and Bill are wiser, you know. Are they? Are they? Yes. Okay, enough of you. <laughs> what, Dude, you, you seriously are like, it's fine. They're going to make Barbarian. Are they? Is he a part of any type of con- like no concussion lawsuit? No. Not to our knowledge. And I don't think anybody okay. else has him under a deal to make a figure of him. But here's the thing is like, they need to get these figures out while these guys are still under contract. Because remember... That contract for these guys could be yanked out from underneath them at any moment. Yes, literally at any moment. That's why they made the British Bulldog 1986 Davy, 87 Davy. Because at any moment, that contract could be just ripped out from underneath them. Now they're stuck and they can't make that. We saw it happen with Sting. Exactly. They had a figure produced, had to yank it. So you're not concerned at all, Jeff. You're telling me that you're seeing how good this Warlord... Now, make no mistake about it. This is the best Warlord figure ever produced. Now, I understand it's a rendering. It's not a finished product. If it's anywhere near what the rendering was, this is the best Warlord figure that's ever been done. That makes me scared because I know what LJN did. Jack's made good. They actually put a Barbarian out. I am so concerned that Mattel is going to be like, eh, that's fine. Just put out Warlord and his powers of pain gear. Nobody will, nobody will care. No, that's not true. I care. I want Barbarian, damn it. I can't see Warlord and not see in the next picture, oh, there's Barbarian to go with Warlord. I don't like it. Yeah, I'm with Scott a little bit too, because why wouldn't you just do both right now? Yes, exactly. Thank you. Unless they're saving it for Comic-Con. And then, okay, all's forgiven. But we should have seen it today. Calm down. At least we're getting the Warlord. Because <laughs> when that Barbarian does come out, we can pair it with the Warlord. Praise be the Warlord. And plus, this Warlord is so sexy, dude. Like, I'm, I love it. Oh, it's incredible. I'm already yeah. saying, uh, only on the rendering, it's the best Warlord ever done. But... I'm going to have to crap on it if they don't make Barbarian to go with. He even comes with the vest thing. Are you kidding me? That is so good. No crapping. No. Hey, <laughs> if, you, if we don't get Barbarian, dude, like Mattel has the potential here to have the best power of pain figures ever. Only because Jax has the other ones and that's it. That's all we've gotten as a tag team set. They have the potential to put out the best powers of pain ever. Two guys that while I've kind of crapped on their in-ring work a little bit, As action figures, I have. As action figures, (laughs) we say the word toyetic on this show a lot. Those guys are extremely toyetic. There has to be a barbarian to go with them. While we're at it, 
Give us a painted up Mr. Fuji as well. Thank you. Yes. ASAP. Maybe he'll be a build a figure in the ne oh, next line. Yes. I love that idea. Yeah. Yes. Moving along with Elite 87, Roman Reigns. He will have the gold gauntlet on his wrist. And welcome back, MVP, to the Elite line. Very cool. Very cool. All great ones. Steve, out of all of those, which one are you getting? Well, obviously, we talked about the Warlord here. And I think people might be sleeping on this, how great this Oscar looks. It is very good. You're right. That face scan's fantastic. The, the makeup on her face, under her eyes and her mouth, with like the green mist look. The mask is great. She doesn't have a role, but that's okay because they took more time on that. For a, a current figure, for a current day person, that's awesome. The Roman with the back tattoo detail added on there because he doesn't have the vest anymore is fantastic. Another great detail Mattel did is with her pants being a little bit baggy at the boots, they added that detail looks great. This whole series is awesome, to be honest. I mean, for me, definitely get the Warlord and possibly Asuka, but they all look great. Jeff, before we move on, I just want to throw this out there because we've talked about it the last few weeks. Who really at this point wants to see Mattel lose the WWE license? Like who is chomping at the bit? Like I can't stand what Mattel is doing with the WWE license. I really hope somebody else gets it. I don't know who that person is that would be saying that, especially when we get these kind of reveals. Like Steve said, like everything we saw today was like, wow, wow, wow. Like it kept getting better. Who wants Mattel to lose this? They are... We keep saying they're hitting their stride. They've been at the top of their game. A few exceptions here and there, of course, but they've been at the top of their game for like three or four years now. Just every time they do these reveals, they get better. I want Mattel to keep this license for like the next 10 years. Uh, actually, you'd be surprised how many people want Mattel to lose this. Oh my goodness. Just don't talk to those people. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> people, I, I joke, people allowed to have their opinions and that's fine. And it's it's cool. It's great. That's what the discussion's for, but... These are all just home runs. Maybe the maybe the yeah. reason people want them to lose it is because how hard they are to find in the stores. Their distribution isn't the best. Maybe that's why. That's a valid yes. reason I could it see. It is. I could totally agree with that. Yes. We don't need that negativity in our lives, right? That's no. right. That's my that's for my shoot life. On the podcast life, it's all positive. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to drool over these figures and never find them in the store. How about that? I agree with you, dude. Uh, Mattel is just hitting strides right now. Like, they're really good, just what they're pumping out, especially with the reveals today. I was watching the video, and I'm like, wow, that's awesome. They're coming out with a Brett Motu figure. Oh, wow, that's awesome. They're coming out with a JYD Motu. Uh, dude, look at that Warlord. You know, I was just like, wow, they are really crushing it, it today. They are, and we need to temper expectations a little bit because a lot of these were renderings, and we all know, yeah, yeah, American Alpha, blah, blah, blah. But if they're anywhere near what the renderings are, the, I mean, what a reveal today. Great job by Mattel. I just wanted to throw that kind of at the halfway point that, man, Mattel's good right now. Also at the halfway point, I want to wish Eric Brown a happy birthday. His birthday is this upcoming week. Oh, happy birthday, dude. Ha happy birthday. I think him and Barry are going to start up that starting lineup podcast. They do it way better than we ever did, Scott. Oh, <laughs> they are. They're really going to do it? I don't know, dude. I'm joking around, but they started talking about it at the beginning of their show this past week, and I was like, yeah, they do it better. They could go ahead and have it. <laughs> so wait, did they hear us talking about it last week, and then they're like, maybe we could actually do that? Or was it just a coincidence that we were both talking starting lineups? No, they heard a, they heard it, and then they started talking about starting lineups and then went in-depth about it. I really wish somebody would start one up. I mean, that's such a beloved piece of growing up 
that really is just over. We talked about it last week, how it's so overlooked now, but I would love it if somebody did a starting lineup. I would listen to that. The starting lineup podcast. Hell yes. Steve, did you have your uh, Harold Baines up there on any of those shows? No, I never got into starting lineups. I got them like for gifts for like Easter every once in a while. And I like would take them out and be like, what am I doing with these? And then <laughs> you, you take them outside and shoot them with a BB gun, like in home alone. Like, <laughs> that's literally what we did. With them. And even to this day at our secondhand store, you guys were talking about it last week. They're still worthless. Like there was a yeah. Bo Jackson one that I saw Royals, and I'm like, this has got to be worth some money. Six bucks they were selling it for. Looked on eBay, wow. that's what it's going for. You know? Oh yep. my goodness. So they're still that's mass crazy. produced. Yeah, that's true. That that's probably what kills it. You're right. But but who knows? Because who would have thought vinyl records would have came back six years ago? And now they're they're out selling they're the the only form of physical media music that sells now. And yeah. Who knows what's going to be next where people want to collect. I wouldn't have thought a, a rock rookie card would have went for $60,000 or whatever, his football <laughs> card. It's just, who knows? Who knows? So I, I don't want to tell anyone to not collect anything because right now is the time to collect whatever you want and hold on to it because who knows what's going to shoot up. Very true. And who would have thought in 2021 you could walk into Walmart and find a crap ton of records but no wrestling figures? Yeah, it's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> What is wrong with that logic right there? <laughs> right? We're in 2021. Come on. It's not 79. <laughs> Moving it back along to WrestleMania reveals Elite 2 Pack, Rock and Sock Connection. Rocco and I put down Mr. Kako. Hmm. What? Hmm. You remember that. Of course you I remember. do. <laughs> Mick went into Val Venus's pants to grab Mr. Rocco and he grabbed Mr. Kako. <laughs> It's it's a funny. I still laugh about that today. Anyways, <laughs> really, you're kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Mick Foley will be in blue sweatpants. Bill did say they will both be coming with the Rock and Sock Connection jackets. More legends, Jeff. I want to see the jackets that they come with. I want to see these. Yeah, that's awesome. That's going to be a great two pack. I loved Rock and Sock too, but now that they're coming with jackets and Rocco and Mister Socko, I'm in on these. It's been a while since we've gotten an awesome Mankind figure, too. Like, when's the last great one? One of those Mattel elites from Toys R Us? Like, unless I'm missing something, when was the last great elite Mankind? Wasn't it like Elite 51, 52? Something, but we're at 100 and what, 30 now for elites? Like, we're way past that. Yeah. Roughly. Roughly around 130. <laughs> <laughs> but Jeff, more legends. That's two more legends right there. Couple elite series ago that you mentioned, couple of legends in that set. The last series of elites we talked about, one more legend in there. Noticing a trend. Because you know what? It's almost like they've done everybody on the roster now. Yeah. It's like, okay, let's do a little bit more with our legends. Let's go a yeah. little bit further in depth. Like, for example, let's put all four Motu Wave 7 as legends. Let's do that. Yeah. So they're they're basically doing like classic superstars without they have their legends series where they can only do four at a time, but man, the legends are really starting to dominate all their main runs too. Good, I'm here for it. I am too. That's pretty much all I collect now, to be quite honest. And even more legends. The Survivor Series, they only named two people for this upcoming year. This one I was super stoked about, Bret Hart from 1996 when he faced Steve Austin at the Garden. Of course, it was a rendering, Yes, but the outfit was pristine. It was beautiful. That's exactly the Bret that we wanted because we... Never got the 93 Survivor Series Brett and the 96 Survivor Series Brett. We never had those two done. Mattel is bringing us those yep. hopefully before their contract is up or their contract should be renewed. 
It sh- it should be yes. But what did you think of the head sculpt? Because you have been very critical of Brett head sculpts. Again, it's a rendering. I'm, I get that. But what it, do you think? It, oh, it looked like a Golden Eye creator creator character. <laughs> yep, it looks so, like when you know the when you zoom in on when you play WrestleMania 2000 and N64. Yes. And wants to win. <laughs> but it's a render, so we're gonna. We're, it's yes. okay. It's okay. I'm gonna hold off judgment until oh. they show the figure. Yes. Uh, we'll we'll see. As I said, Jax has always captured Brett well, in my opinion. Mattel hasn't. Hopefully, when this one comes out and they actually show the final product, it's one of the better ones that they've done. Steve, what do you think of this, Brett? I, I think the the metal horn hands were a nice addition, which I'm you know they have the mold for that with Edge, so that's pretty cool. Because thank you. Even though the foam finger for Brett was the "I love you" sign with a thumb out, Brett never did that. He did the horns, so that's pretty cool. Yep. So yep. and, and the nice touch is the MSG colored chair as well that comes with it. Pretty nice yes. touch. Thank you. Thank you for adding that. Also in the Survivor Series lineup, Hulk Hogan, he will have a soft goods entrance shirt. Another legend. That's a no-brainer purchase right there. I think both of those figures, if that Brett head is good on there, those are both easy purchases for me. Hogan and Brett, yeah, take my money. Same. Steve, are you in on these or yeah, do you go both of them? But I mean on both of them for sure. And I'm interested to see how this Hogan looks because this is going to be the first of Mattel's next attempt at Hogan since he's been back in their good graces because we got the Hollywood and now we got this one. We'll see how it compares to the Storm Hulk rules and Hulkamania ones. We'll see how it compares. We were doing that the other night comparing Storm and Ultimates. Yep. Moving along, WWE Elite Legends 11. Big John Stud, he will have his red and white robe. I popped huge when I saw that. Is it just me or was he a little bit more barrel chested than the stud figure that came in that Heenan family four pack? Uh, he is. I would say so. Yeah. yeah it I would say it so, looked but... like it. And I think that was one thing that was missing on that four pack was stud was always very barrel chested. Right. And that was the first thing that caught my attention when I saw this figure. I'm like, oh, they nailed him, dude. And then you get the robe with it. Home run. Because I was actually tempted to open up that four pack because I really want to have that Heenan loose. But having stud out was another reason. But now that I'm getting this, mm-mm, I'm good. That's a great looking John Stud figure. Moving along, Scott Hall, red and black. NW- oh, I put N-O-W. It's actually N-W-O. It really is, dude. I was really busy today. I'm sorry. Uh, he has the double thumbs point and bandana. Steve, what did you think of that figure? We talked about this briefly. And I think it's great whenever Scott Hall gets figures. I love Scott Hall and Razor Ramon. I'm a little weirded out that they made a figure based off of a time when he was playing an alcoholic on TV. Mm-hmm. Like this kind of I like, little, eh, you know, but Hey, he's getting another one. So good for him. Scott Hall likes, likes royalty checks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and look, fans love buying Scott Hall figures. So great for Scott Hall, great for Mattel and great for Scott Hall figure collectors too. It's a cool looking figure, but Steve, I agree with you a hundred percent on your take. Moving along, Randy Savage. Now, this was cool. One of the hands has the pinky up, and there's actually a cup of creamer in between his fingers doing the uh, cream of the crop promo. Mm -hmm. Thought that was pretty interesting. One of the variants will be him, Macho, in his gear when he did the promo. The main one will be basically his original Elite Legends figure. Yeah, I don't know if I'm buying that one. I mean, I'm all about Macho Man figures, but it is so close to his original Legends. This is like the Malibu Stacy on The Simpsons when they're like, it's the same figure. Yeah, but she's got a new hat. I want it. I want it. She's got a new hat. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Totally right. 
How cool is that? It comes with a cup of uh, creamer. Well, they well it worked. They got Scott, or I mean, they got Jeff. So yeah, <laughs> the no, new yeah. hat got you. Yeah. <laughs> F it. Yep. <laughs> and last, Bam Bam Bigelow. He'll come with the ECW TV title, silver and black year. A lot of people were begging for this figure, and Steve is able to produce it. I love it. I really do. Look. I'm a huge fan of Bam Bam. Him and Vader are my two top big men of all time. I love Bigelow. I love Bigelow figures. Super happy they did an ECW version, dude. This is an easy purchase for me. Yeah, it's it's awesome. It looks great. The Bam Bam does. does for sure. Steve, out of this line, which ones you getting? Honestly, probably none of them. Uh, just oh, because it's just it's not that they're not great. It's you got to make you got to decide what you're going to buy and what you're not going to buy. You have to make decisions on budget and on room for where you're going to put them. Uh, the Big Jod stud does look great with that robe. The Bam Bam looks great too. But honestly, I wasn't into Bam Bam and ECW, so I don't have that nostalgia for it. Uh, but right now it's a pass for me just because of this personal decisions I have to make for my collection. Scott, which one did you get in? Uh, Bam Bam for sure. Gotta have that one. Macho Man for me is a pass. Uh, the Scott Hall, phew, cool looking, but that's probably a pass for me. John Studd for sure. John Studd would be my first favorite out of this one. Bam Bam would be like 1A, but the other two are going to be a pass. Like I said, that Macho Man's too close, man. It's too close to his original Legends figure. Yeah. Macho Man sells though. He always sells in the stores and yep. online. So oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So what if you find the variant? still I think a pass dude I I don't need to have a variant just to have a variant in my collection if I want the figure I'll buy it regardless if it's a variant or not and I won't buy a variant just to have it like the Rick Root for example in what was it Elite 77 or 78 that was the only Root that they had so I happened to pick it up it happened to be the variant I didn't care I just wanted that Rick Root figure it, variants mm-hmm. don't really do anything for me variants I don't really care that is Mattel Elite Legends Series 11. Moving along, ringside exclusive Cactus Jack. He was, comes with the ECW tag title and an ECW shirt. The ECW tag title wasn't the tag title at the time. It was one of those newer tag titles that they had when ECW was wrapping up. Because hmm. you remember the old ECW tag titles were basically the Intercontinental titles? Right. Yes. That's right, yeah. This one was the newer one. So we're getting a new belt, which is cool. But it's one of those, I kind of wish they would have put in just like a regular Intercontinental title that had the ECW logo or something on it. You know. So what you're but, saying is we can't use these on our Eliminators customs. Correct. Correct. Gotcha. <laughs> Eliminators. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you knock the Eliminators. Hey, they were fun to watch. Yes, they were. Steve, did you put in your pre-order on these? I did not. I'm thinking about it, though, uh, with this. It's a ringside exclusive which uh, limits its where it's going to be. And then if I have FOMO and it's going to be paying a lot more for it later on. So I may put the pre-order in just to have it and then decide what to do with it later. But I'm big McFoley fan. And this is the first version of this cactus ECW figure we've gotten. So it's kind of a no brainer to jump on if for being a big fan. Yeah, for sure. Did, Did you meet him at Starcast? Not at Starcast, but I have met him several times before. I have a bunch of funny McFoley stories. Okay. Share one. Okay, so WrestleCon New Orleans, where the air condition broke the first day of WrestleCon, and it was just oh, a, disgusting and a cattle herd, and they decided it'd be a good idea to put all the most popular guys in one area. It was just yep. a mess. So anyway, I'm in line to meet Mick Foley, and I'm kind of wrapping around a table, and the guy in front of me bought the VIP, 
So he got like seven autographs or whatever it is. So the, he's kind of going through his stuff to to get ready for Mick to sign. And Mick looks over at me. Mick's in his sweatshirt or sweat like sweatpants and a t-shirt or whatever. And Mick looks at me and goes, do you think anyone would judge me if I rolled my sweatpants up over my knees? And I looked at him. <laughs> I go, and I said, look around, man. No one's judging anybody here. And he goes, okay. So he rolls them up over his knees. And then he signs the other guy's stuff. So And then he comes around to sign my stuff. His daughter, Noelle, comes up. She goes, Dad, what are you wearing? He goes, it's hot here. She goes, I don't care. It's too hot. So, and like, he was cracking it up. And he signed my King of the Ring uh, 98 VHS. And that was pretty cool. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. But it was a funny story. Great guy, Mick, that Mick Foley. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that, man. Moving along, Fan Takeover Ultimate Editions. They did the three Jeff Hardys. I can't remember which the three were that they put up. I remember one of them was Armageddon. Anyways, the one that won was Jeff Hardy 2008 from SmackDown. He'll come with the title that he won and a soft good shirt. Also, the Hulk Hogan Ultimate Edition. The one that won was the WrestleMania 9. Now, Hogan will come with three heads. The one on the rendering, the one on the figure, did have a black eye. Unbelievable. And a winged eagle title. Scott, you getting that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to pass on the Hardy, but that Hogan, come on. Hogan with the black eye from WrestleMania 9. It's the one thing when you say WrestleMania 9, it's not so much Hogan's title win over Yokozuna. It was, why did Hogan have a black eye? And here you're getting it in an action figure. That is awesome. Great job by Mattel. I'm happy that's the one that won. I like It's easy purchase, dude. No doubt about it. That thing's coming home. Well, that's funny because when I think of WrestleMania 9, I always think of the doinks mirroring each other. Really, Jeff? That's what? what you think of? What? And also Bobby Heenan riding on the camo backwards. Okay, thank you. That was excellent. That was <laughs> that was Bobby being just great. But yeah, uh, look, a Hogan with the black eye. If you're going to do multiple heads with Hogan and it's WrestleMania 9, they had to do... They wouldn't have had an excuse had they not put that head in the package. So kudos to Mattel. That is just awesome. I love it. Steve, which one's you getting? That Hogan... With the Black Eyes Great, this I think is a great example of Mattel knowing their audience for yes. Ultimates. You know, you're paying thirty to forty dollars for this figure. You're look, you're gearing towards adults. They're going to want those details. I think that's awesome. My one wish is it would have been Hogan after the Brett Yoko match when he's in his spandex, basically the mail away Hogan version of the Hasbro. Oh, that would have been good. That would have been good. But I'm okay with this him being in the the Mega Maniacs match versus Money Inc. But that black eye is just a must. This might be a two purchase for me. Uh, keep in the box and keep on loose. So. <laughs> More legends, Scott. More legend. Here you go, man. And that just seems to be the running theme of the reveals today. And I'm wondering if Comic-Con is going to be much of the same. I'm sure Mattel sees the numbers on the legends. They've got to be moving well to be having this many on a reveal day. There's way more. It's, it's at least two to one, right? Legends to current superstars? When they put up Elite Legends series, was it nine? Series 10 today with yeah. Brutus Beefcake Vader. And the pre-orders are gone by noon, our time. They see that. They know that there's a demand for this. So oh, For sure. Yeah. And you're seeing it here in this reveal. Like I said, it's at least two or three to one legends to current superstars. So like you said, Jeff, you're here for it. So am I. I love it. Also sticking with the Ultimates, Wave 10. John Cena, he'll have he'll be in his WrestleMania 22 look from Chicago, Steve's hometown. Yep, that's right. And I wasn't at Mania. That, this sold out instantly. I didn't get tickets, but you guys from California did. I missed this show. 
<laughs> yeah. Yes, we did. <laughs> I actually lucked out and got two sets of tickets. Yep. Damn it, Pastor Scott. Why couldn't you have found Pastor Steve <laughs> and given him tickets? <laughs> well, you know what's crazy is Ticketmaster actually canceled my second order because I had bought, uh, was it four? No, it was six. I bought six on the original release date and they released more tickets. Like they opened up more of the arena and I bought, I think it was four more. And had I known past Steve, if I had gotten those extra four, I would have definitely sold them to you. But Ticketmaster actually canceled my order because I used, I was a dummy, used the same credit card. Uh-huh. And they saw that I was double dipping and canceled my order. I called and tried to bitch them out and they didn't care. They hung up on me and I lost out on more <laughs> money. But great show, man. It, yeah. Oh, you, you didn't go. No, it sucked. It was horrible. I, I saw it. Listen, here's the deal. It's I wouldn't have been able to go anyway because that was also the opening night of the White Sox World Series banner ceremony from ah. 2005. So I would have picked the Sox game anyway, which I did go to. So I'm not that mad about it. I went to Raw the next Monday, though, <laughs> or that next night, though. We were there, too. We awesome. made yeah. paths. The big pop with Triple H pedigree, John Cena. That was awesome. Yep. Yep. That was amazing. Umaga's debut. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah, it sucks, Steve. You went. You made the right choice. You went to the banner. Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, going back to John Cena, WrestleMania 22, look, three heads and a chain gang necklace. Also, Wave 10, The Rock from WrestleMania 29, three heads, will come with WWE Universal title with Rock logo side plates. Mm, Very cool. unique. First time in the line that they are doing something like that. I thought that was kind of cool. Now... This will be the very first line that is debuting those new butterfly joints. Now, everybody's probably asking, hey, what are butterfly joints? Thanks, Scott. You set me up perfectly for it. Jeff, what are butterfly joints? Would you please explain? You're late. So I'm sorry. what butterfly joints are is they rotate at kind of the pectoral area. So basically, if you put your left arm up, I'm just using your left arm, and put it in like a Greg Valentine pose. Thank you, Steve. You move your arm back and forth, not up and down like the Bushwhackers Hasbros. You move the arm back and forth. It rotates right there at the muscle and at the pectoral muscle and in the back area. So what that means is if you get any of those soft, sorry, not soft, poly pocket styled jackets or anything like that, you can now rotate the with the butterfly joints and take it off a lot easier. That is what butterfly joints are. Thank you, Jeff. Well explained. Thank you. I like how Steve was following along with me, but he had his left arm go up and down. <laughs> I was doing the uh, Jesse, the Body Ventura, LJN pose. Very nice. It's so natural, isn't it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and to round out WrestleMania reveals. This is the main event, Jeff. Retros are back. Retro, what? What's back? Retros are back. <laughs> go figure. Chella jumps in, Zombie Sailor jumps in, and now Retros are back. So we have three oh. companies doing Hasbro-style figures. The excitement was huge. People popped. People rejoiced. Uh, the renderings that they did show of Roddy Piper and Mean Gene. Steve Ozer did say more info on Retros at San Diego Comic-Con later this year. But the good news is, is Retros are back. Did you notice that Piper, his kilt looks removable? I did not notice that from the 3D renderings. Yes, yep. it does. It looks it's a little it's a little bit bigger than his body, so it looks like yep. it does pop off. And it's renderings, but it also looks like there's like two little clips on the side there to to for it to pop right. off. Yep, and it looks like Mean Gene has a microphone, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yep. Yes, thank you. Another accessory coming up, so it looks like there's going to be proper fan service in this one. We're getting accessories. 
uh, removable kilts, microphones, who knows what else. But what a great day to be a wrestling figure collector and be a fan of retros because we've been dying for these things to come back. When are we getting retros? When are they coming back? What's the proper business model? Hopefully we find out how they're going to be distributing these because that was one of the big reasons they went away in the first place. But awesome reveal today. I'm so happy to have retros back. It was one of my favorite parts of Mattel a few years ago. Coincidentally, we get the question from Justin Summers last week regarding retros and both you and I, Jeff, were like, yeah, I'm not expecting to see those for another year, year and a half. I'll be surprised. They may not ever come back. Like I've never been more happy to be wrong ever. Like this is great news. I am so happy. Steve, did you collect all the retros originally when they came out? I collected a bunch of them and then I I got lucky because we have five below out here. I scoured a bunch of them and got a bunch of them for five bucks, you know, a bunch of the legends and all of them. And then I I kept I opened them because I didn't I didn't love the carding because the carding was a little too flimsy for me and it was it was just impossible for me to find decent cards. I was like mm-hmm. I'm just going to keep these open. And they look great in the especially in the retro ring display, they look great. I ended up selling all my non-legend retros and now I've got just the legends in the ring. So with these being legends with the retros, I'm definitely going to grab them. Gotcha. I'm excited to see what they do. Maybe they come up with something new. Maybe that they felt that the last run on them was stale and they have newer ideas to add to these Hasbro retro style figures. Yeah. So I'm kind of interested to see what they have come up with in the two years that they've been on hiatus. Can I have a wish list item with these retros coming back? Go for it. Not a figure. I want the yellow King of the Ring ring updated. Give me that because I'm not paying $7,000 for a Hasbro (laughs) one. I want one so badly. A yellow ring, red post, King of the Ring logo. Come on. You can do it, guys. I wish they would. Uh, You know what? Sticking along with wish list for the Hasbros or the retros, I should say. Steel cage, too. Oh, yeah. Yep. No doubt. Throw that in there. You know what? Put a cage on the King of the Ring ring. Let's do it. Yeah, just a red cage. Perfect. So I've got to say, this is one of the best reveals that Mattel has done in quite a while. Like San Diego Comic-Con, it's like, okay, cool. They had a good showing. But I don't know. There was something about today, and maybe because it was all the legends, and Scott and I are those 80s kids, and Steve are are those 80 kids that we just, we have that nostalgia for these legends, and they just showered us with legends today. Maybe that's why I feel like this is one of the best reveals that they've done in, I I don't even remember how long. Is it crazy that already WrestleMania 22, John Cena and Jeff Hardy from 2008 SmackDown would be considered legends figures? We're just old. Yes. <laughs> we are just old. Oh my gosh. But yeah, Jeff, there was a little bit of something for everybody today. Whether you're a fan of current superstars, you were kind of outnumbered on how many legends, quote unquote, you got today. But I mean, we got 80s, we got 90s, we got ECW, new titles coming out in the ECW figures like the TV title, the tag title that you were talking about. I completely agree with you, Jeff. What a showing. I agree with Steve. Give us a King of the Ring ring for the retros. And as Steve mentioned, you also mentioned, Steve, the cards that came on those retros. Yeah. Very flimsy. Beef them up a little bit. Make it a little more substantial. So if people want to hang up on the wall. Also for distribution, there's not going to be as many damaged cards if they're a little bit thicker stock. So let's fix that. But man, what a showing today. Big, big fan, Jeff. You nailed it. Do you think they'll up the price on these? 
Probably. I, okay. You've got to think that, yeah, because they were, what, nine ninety nine unless yeah. you found them at five below. I'm guessing 12, 12 to $15, most likely. Well, the two that they showed today had accessories. Yeah. Okay. So maybe that does bump it up a little bit. I mean, because not every retro had accessories. There were some that had accessories. And look, if it's only four per series, that's easy to swallow, right? Yeah. It, it, like 12 to 15 bucks a pop. Okay, you're paying, what, 50 to 60 bucks for an entire set or series of retros. Okay, that's fine. I'll pay that gladly. Four figures for like 50 to 60 bucks. Okay, I'm good with that. Especially if they're as good as what the renderings are showing. And also, we don't need the stands in the in the package anymore. Agree, Mattel. Agree. We don't need those. Yep. Steve, what did you think of today's reveals? I, it's I couldn't believe how they kept hitting home run after home run with their reveals. It was crazy to me, and I was really happy to watch it. And I saw you tweeted out that you were doing the screenshots of of the reveals. I'm like, oh yeah, that's live right now. So I jumped on right away this morning, was watching it, and being like, oh wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Because I'm expecting, okay, here comes the Roman Reigns. Here comes a Seth. Here comes some Kevin Owens. But no, this was just banger after banger of awesome figures for everybody who could want one, especially the collector community out there right now. It's it's awesome. Scott, we didn't get the Macho Man Mega Powers. No, but hey, Comic-Con's in like three months. Now, you had mentioned last week that Comic-Con may be done in Thanksgiving this year. It is. Well, I it- I think it's going to be an additional Comic-Con because I believe, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think they're still going to do the virtual event in July and then an in-person one at Thanksgiving. Yeah, the the plan is for San Diego Comic-Con. They they released it out. It's to do uh, an official uh, in-person lowered event Comic-Con uh, Thanksgiving weekend, so that Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And that it'll be lower capacity, but they want an actual event there. But there is an actual virtual con July 22nd to the 25th. Dude, wouldn't it be cool since it's over Thanksgiving weekend if Mattel's booth is serving gobbledygook or turkey? Yes. Yes, that would be cool. <laughs> You're not going to get a gobbledygooker figure, but you can eat the meat. Here you go. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. That's what she said. God that damn it. you, dude. <laughs> that is it for today's reveals for WrestleMania. That was a lot of fun. Okay, so I asked Steve. Steve, what is... What is your favorite? <laughs> that's you. What is your favorite segment that Scott and I do? And Steve said, "I love when you guys do. Everybody has a price, and then you named a few others. So I thought, you know what? We haven't done everybody has a price. So Scott, I thought we would play everybody has a price for Steve. What do you say? But we're gonna play with a twist. are playing everybody has a price and since we haven't played this game in a while what this game is is we choose four figures we get the ebay sold listings and then it will be up to the people playing the game which in this case it will be steve and scott to do them either in highest to lowest or lowest to highest whatever they choose scott what is the twist uh the twist is normally i'm the one pulling the listings and you're the one doing the guessing on price points, but we flipped it this week, and I am going to be guessing, along with Steve, the price points highest to lowest. That is true. So what I did is, is I did a WrestleMania theme since we're in WrestleMania season, and well actually, it's, this today is the second day of WrestleMania. That's why you're a host extraordinaire, dude. Well done. But I did not choose four names. I chose what? six names. Ugh, dude. Yeah, Steve, you might want to get pen and paper. 
Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So what I did is I asked Steve, Steve, what is your favorite WrestleMania match? Steve said Macho versus Warrior. Scott, your favorite WrestleMania match of all time is Macho versus Steamboat. Yes. Macho Man is the original Mr. WrestleMania, by the way. That is correct. My favorite WrestleMania match is Bret Hart versus Steve Austin at 13. So what I did is I went on to eBay and I pulled six Hasbro figures of those guys. Since Macho had two, mm-hmm. Macho Series 1 will be in this and Macho Series 3 will be in this where he's Macho King. I also pulled Ultimate Warriors Series 3 where he's in the purple trunks. I pulled Ricky Steamboat, Bret Hart Series 8, the red card, the best Bret Hart ever. And since Steve Austin was not in the original Hasbros, I just pulled his retro. Oh. Yeah, disappointing. But we're getting him back. That's cool. (laughs) (laughs) Those are the six names that I pulled out of our favorite matches from WrestleMania's history. So, Scott, do you want to do low to high or high to low? I think I'm going to go low to high. Okay. So what you guys can do, you guys can either kind of talk amongst yourselves and figure out which one is lowest to highest, or we can do two separate ones and see who got the most correct. Ooh, do I like two that. separate. I want to, I want to win. Yeah. <laughs> head to head. <laughs> I okay. like it. So Scott, you're going to go low to high. Yes. What is your lowest? Austin retro. And okay. I'm going to guess he's right around $23. Okay, Scott, what is your next lowest? I'm going to go the Ricky Steamboat Hasbro. And am I guessing a dollar amount? Yes, you are. $78. Hello, 2014 pricing. (laughs) Really? Okay. Okay, what's up next? Macho King. Okay. 110, 110. Okay, what's your next lowest? Ultimate Warrior, the purple. 150. Okay. See, this is where it gets tricky for me because I know that Brett, that goes for quite a bit, but so does the Macho Man, especially when it's like really mint on card. But Mm -hmm. I'm going to go Macho Man Series 1, and I'm going to guess 220 on that one. And that leaves Brett at number one, and I'm going to guess 275. Okay. Brett at 275? Yeah. Okay. Steve, you've had a little bit of time to think about it. Okay, I'll go low to high here. Okay. With the, it's Stone Cold Retro is the lowest, and I'll put him at $30. Then I'll okay. go with Ricky the Dragon, and I'll put him at 125 Then I will go with Purple Trunks Warrior at 200 then we'll go Macho King at 235. Then I will go Macho Series 1 at 250. And the Brett Red card at 299. All right, guys. Well done. Thank you. I'm I'm proud of you guys. Sweet. I really, I really am. I'm always <laughs> proud of you guys. You guys are, you guys don't even need to play this game, and I'm always proud of you guys. <laughs> okay. Oh, now here come the insults, Steve. Prepare yourself. All right, let's go. <laughs> All right. <laughs> He's buttering you up. So the lowest, you guys are right, it is Stone Cold Steve Austin. Sold listing on April 5th, sold for $30. Steve was 100% <laughs> correct. Nailed right. it. 
Now, coming in at fifth lowest would be Randy Macho Man Savage Series 3. Really? That's surprising. Sold on eBay April 6th for $300. Well, (laughs) that's going to Wait a second. What? So is that the king or the, the man? It was the Macho King. Okay. Okay, so our our guesses are already blown out of the water. This is just yeah. just proves we don't spend this much money because we're so out of the loop on these prices. That's crazy. Man. Well, that's that's what wrestling toy trackers for. Head on over to wrestling toy tracker <laughs> to figure out the carded and loose prices of. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well done, dude. Way to get that plug in there. I like it. Thank you, thank you. Okay, next Lois. Anybody want to take a guess? Dragon. Very good. Ricky the Dragon Steamboat sold today. For $325 and $9.90 shipping. Oh, I'm like in San Francisco. I'm just holding my chest. Being like, oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> Man, people get bold when they have Biden bucks in their pocket. Man. <laughs> okay. Anybody want to take a guess of the next one? Pur- uh, Purple Trunks Warrior. That was going to be my guess. And Scott, you were actually correct. He was the third lowest, but you were not correct on the price. Warrior, Purple Trunks, Series 3, my favorite Ultimate Warrior, $350 with $18 shipping. Sold on March 17th. Wow. Dang, Dang that thing's up to $350 MOC. Was it a really nice card? It was a pretty nice card, yeah. It, okay. I mean, there, I didn't I didn't see any dings on it. Like, maybe something in the corner, but nothing to hoop and holler over. Remember when 123 Kid was at that price? Could you imagine what he is now? I haven't even looked recently because it just got funny. Yeah. He's at he's at Haku LJN prices right now. Jeez. Remember when you had the opportunity to buy White Shirt Hogan for like $1,500? Uh, yeah, and then the guy dropped it to 1000 Yeah. Yeah, seems like a pretty good deal now, right? Yeah, where were you on that, Scott Radamus? Yeah. <laughs> I told you to buy it. Yeah, I know. Anyways, okay, next one. Are you guys ready for number two? Let's hear it. It's got to be Macho Man. Very good, Scott. Macho Man sold on March 31st for $699 with free shipping. Oh, at least you got free shipping. And you both were correct. Bret Hart Series 8 sold today. Are you guys sitting down? Can I guess? Yeah, actually. This one shocked the hell out of me. I had to actually check four or five times to make sure it was correct. But yes, you can take a guess. $7.99. $7.99. Higher. Oh my God. What? $8.50. I couldn't. Higher. What? Was it autographed? No. A thousand. Close. Okay. What is. You, all right. Peel the band aid off here. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> $1,274. Now, what? I didn't get into the listing. What? So I don't know if there's anything that may have made this stand out. It came with a brick of gold. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I have no idea why this one sold for that much, but the others were selling for around eight ninety nine to nine hundred. Oh that my had goodness! Sold before that. I don't know what <sighs> made this one jump up today. I do. Someone stimulus check hit their bank and hit buy it now. Yeah, buy it now. Give me that, Brett. They got their Kamala cash, huh? Yeah. Unbelievable. You know what's funny is I haven't shopped. Thank you for doing this, Jeff. This has been eye-opening. I haven't looked at Hasbro prices 
gosh, at least in a good, a solid year, year and a half. It's been a long time since I've looked at Hasbro pricing. This is insane. Like you're pricing people out of this hobby. Like when we first started doing this podcast, it was fun to do the nostalgia segment because we wanted people to get excited. If you had them as a kid, go back and collect them. If you've never seen them before, go back and look. You may want to jump in and start collecting them. Who can do that with Hasbro's now? Who is actually able, I mean, without selling your home and putting all of the equity that you make into Hasbro's, who can realistically go get an entire set of Hasbro figures now? When we started doing this in 2016, you might be able to. Within reason, go get a whole set of Hasbro's for like 1500 to two grand, And that's on the high side. Here we are five years later, and for the price of one Bret Hart, you probably could have completed Hasbro's five years ago. So actually, I just found the eBay listing while you were talking, and I agree with you, Scott. I agree with you 100%. All it says is, Mint on Card Vintage 1993 Official WWF Bret Hart Attack Red Card Figure. Hasbro, WWE. In the description, all it says is released by Hasbro. See pictures. This item is a must-have addition to any collection. Sold today, 22 bids, $1,274.99 plus $9.90 shipping. Why did they charge shipping when it got up to what the... The $700 (laughs) had free shipping. Jeez. (laughs) With the bids thing makes it even more legit to me because those buy it nows, sometimes there are fake listings to drive up prices but the 22 bids is no joke yeah that's a lot you're right actually i have that brett in the closet right now and i'm seeing 1274 dollars. i'm like holy shit i could just put mine right up there yeah well wait you have a moc yeah i bought it off travis fowler for 250 oh i know he's gonna come to your house and collect the rest of the money (laughs) (laughs) you owe travis fowler one thousand dollars I'll yeah, give him a kiss. God. I'll give him a kiss next time I see him. Oh, well, that'll make doll. up for it. A yeah. kiss, not a kiss doll. <laughs> Don't rub it in, Steve. Hey. <laughs> Good segment, dude. Well done. I like what you did in picking the names. Very, very clever. What an eye-opener with these these Hasbro's. Now, here's the question, too. Crazy prices. We all agree. We've had a good laugh. At what point does it level off and start dropping back down? Like, I don't think there's going to be another round of stimulus checks, right? Because people are getting vaccinated. COVID's on the way out eventually. I really don't think there's going to be another stimulus. Is this going to, like, is this the high point? Like you had said, Jeff, it's probably going to raise and then it's going to drop off and maybe be somewhere in between like crazy COVID first times and what prices were three years ago. Maybe it'll hover somewhere in the middle. But is this the peak? Are we at the top of the roller coaster and now it's going to start to dip? I don't think so at all because I thought about that too. And I, I think I think we're at the peak of certain things like cards. I think when PSA gets caught up and everyone gets their cards graded back, that'll kind of flood the market a bit. But everyone's working from home now. And for some people, this has become permanent. And you want to make your home space like make you feel good because you're not around people all day. So, hey, I'm going to get this figure when I was younger and, and it'll make me feel good. And yeah, the average collector is not going to be able to get this entire set. But if you're a successful professional person, Maybe you don't have a full family to support. It's just you and like a condo, like you're a single guy or whatever, or a girl. You know what? I'm going to give myself a tree. I'm going to pay a thousand bucks for this to throw it up there because it's going to, I'm going to look at it. It's going to make me feel happy. And the more time that goes by, that's more time for a carded figure to get damaged. And that's one less out of the market. And these, these Hasbro figures are 30 years old now. So it's crazy to think about like that, but that's how old they are. 
So I don't see it dropping down significantly, maybe a, a little bit. But it's not like there's going to be a bunch of Bret Hart Hasbro that are going to flood the market in a few months or a couple of years. What's out there is out there. Very well said. That's why I like having other creators on because they bring different viewpoints. Like we hear Scott and I talk about figures all the time. Like it's always good to have a different viewpoint. Uh, thank you for uh, mentioning all that, Steve. That's a different viewpoint that Scott and I never thought about. Yeah. Well, that's the that's part of the question too is are they going to – do you think, Steve, that they're going to continue to climb – or are they going to level off a little bit? So with, with everything with collecting, the way I look at it, is something is worth what someone wants to pay. That's the value of it. Right. It's yes, not like I totally some, agree. It's not an artificial whatever. So if somebody need, it, we don't know the situation. Somebody may have needed that Bret Hart figure for a gift for a sick friend or something. I'm making something like that up. So they're going to pay that premium price. That's the value of it right now. But even still, it being $800, is that that much of a drop off from a thousand? You know, it's not that big of a drop off, but the the value I think, as far as going up or down, I, I don't I don't see it going down, especially with nostalgia and wrestling figures. What's another toy line? Some of those original Star Wars toys from back in the day, like the original original ones, those are still incredibly valuable. Those never collapsed, and those yeah. are those are even going even higher too. So I don't I don't see it, and and some people now I think are getting into the game a little bit too invest in which is going to backfire a little bit because the everyone's keeping stuff on cards there's more stuff there's more in the marketplace uh so it's not like we were because we just opened up the toys and played with them but now people are using them to collect but i don't know those old ones from the 80s and 90s i don't see them dropping like do you see some ljn cards going down anytime soon it's no there's not a lot out there yeah that's a good point very good point so I do see stuff dropping, and this is a this is a kind of like a counterpoint. Yeah. Is uh, as people now are going on vacations. What's a v- vacation for our family of four to Hawaii, Disneyland, Vegas? What what is it? Four thousand dollars? Three thousand? Yeah, it's a lot of money. Yeah. So where somebody would be sitting at home not doing anything, I'm not going anywhere for the next year. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump on eBay and buy this Bret Hart red card, and you know, Hasbro's were the thing when I was a kid, and I want this, and blah blah blah. People are now going to be sitting at home and going, uh, I have a vacation to pay for. I'm not going to drop $1,000 on a Bret Hart carded Hasbro or anything like that. I just feel I just, that's just a kind of a counterpoint to that. I think as people are doing more things now, going back to bars, going back yeah. to vacations, whatever it is that was taking up their money before, they're going to start doing that again. So prices are going to drop. So for example, let's take this Bret Hart that was $1,200. It's probably going to drop down to 700 a year, 600. I mean, that's still a significant drop off, but that's still a lot for us collectors that are like, holy shit. Now, let me ask this, Jeff, and honestly, are you saying this because you really believe that? Or are you just hoping that this happens, that this drops down? A little from column A and a little from column sure. B. <laughs> and I think I, that's, I'm, I'm teasing a little bit, but every collector is hoping that too. We're like, okay, we got to get these down a little bit. And we're all kicking ourselves for not buying these back when we could for a hundred bucks. And you're like, oh, that's insane. I'm not paying a hundred dollars for this. Yeah, type of right. Thing. Now it's uh, a hell of a deal. <laughs> yeah. It's going oh, to be insane to get something like this for a hundred bucks. Yeah. I think we're in the sweet spot right now of people who are now between 30 and 50 that they're adults, they have money, and they can go buy their toys. It's every generation have the, has their nostalgia for their what they want. And if you're a fan of Pawn Stars, I mean, some, that's a lot of that's set up, but people will bring in their old 
uh, pedal cars. You're like, this thing's a piece of junk. But people who grew up in the 50s that had them wanted them and are going to pay top dollar for them. So we'll, we'll see. It's great anecdotal conversation, and we'll see where it goes. So Bret Hart aside, was there any figures that prices surprised you? Every single one of them, except for the Austin Retro. Okay. Every single one, dude. Like, I think my, what, number one, I think, had going for like 250 And your number five figure started at 300 Like, that's <laughs> insane. I Like I said, I hadn't really looked at Hasbro pricing in a year and a half. This is very eye-opening. Because basically yeah, we've had two, th- what, no, three stimulus checks hit. And prices have jumped, spiked that much. Wow. Holy crap. That's oh yeah. That's crazy to me. Just crazy. I would love to revisit this in a year, like next WrestleMania, yeah. to revisit this and see where we're at. Like obviously, I'm looking at this and I'm like, "Holy crap! A one thousand two hundred seventy-four dollars for a Bret Hart." Does it drop? Let's check the Steamboat. Let's check the Savage. Check the Warrior. Let's check them all. See where they're at in about a year. Oh my goodness, I I can't even imagine. But I. Man, it's going to see whose side of the argument was right. Is it going to level off? Is it going to drop? Or is it going to continue to climb up? Yeah, we'll see. We'll, I, see. I, we'll see. It'll be fun to watch. For unless sure. you're trying to collect these. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> well, that rounds out the show. I mentioned them earlier, Wrestling Toy Tracker. Go on there. Check out the carded and loose prices of LJNs, Galoobs, Hasbros let's see if the Bret Hart's reflected on there. <laughs> yeah. There's gotta be a curve on wrestling toy tracker right now. Like pre COVID and post COVID with stimulus. Uh, with just toys, Bendoms, defining moments and retro. So head on over to wrestling toy and check out those prices. If you are in the hunt, which I don't know why you would be thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers for any of these figures, Scott Eagle Moss. Yes, guys, if you have a pop culture or WWE fan in your life and you're looking for the perfect gift for that certain someone, look no further than Eagle Moss. You can give them a follow on Twitter at HeroCollector underscore. Check out all of the very cool properties under their umbrella from Star Trek to Battlestar Galactica to DC and, of course, to WWE. They've got superstars from the past, superstars from the present. Check them out. Eagle Moss on Twitter at HeroCollector underscore. And since our guest is in... From the Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast, I'll have him do his own plug. (laughs) Steve and Eric do a great, fun show there every week. A nice retro (laughs) podcast. Follow them at PPW Podcast. Steve does a great impersonation of you, Jeff. I love it. I I know. He does a great Bret Hart and Jeff Toon. Can I do a whole just fully posable show of just Scott and Jeff back and forth? (laughs) That would be so great. Scott, did you you, you, enjoy spotting? Yeah, I went to Tracy. Nothing. Nothing at Walmart, Jeff. (laughs) Nothing. What about you? What about you, Jeff? Dude. No, nothing. So I called Celeste. We went to breakfast on Saturday. And we're like, should we go to Target? And she's like, yeah, we should go down the aisle. Turned down the aisle, went down the wrong aisle. It was the milk aisle. Don't know what I was doing in the milk aisle. Then went down the second aisle, toy aisle, turned. There was a guy there looking at him, but luckily he wanted Hot Wheels, not the wrestling toys. So then I saw they had the Goldberg. I was like, eh. So I passed. We didn't get anything. All right. Is that, is that good enough? Do you want to keep going? Then? Sure. I was, was going to just let you keep going, dude. That was actually really good. Well, no, it's I, like I, I was sitting back listening to our own show. I joke, but it, well, I'll, I'll, when we wrap up, I'll, I'll talk about you guys. So, but yeah, no, for us, uh, the 
Positively Processing Podcast at PPW Podcast. We find all of our show information. Also on Instagram too at PPW Podcast. I post a bunch of goofy wrestling stuff there. And if you're a baseball fan and an analytics fan, but want to or want to learn more about analytics, follow the Outfield Concourse Podcast at Concourse Pod. Steve is Robin to Eric's Batman over at the Positively Pro Wrestling. Nope, part. not at, at <laughs> all. Oh, wow, not at, at all. <laughs> Wow. There's a reason Eric's what? not on this show, pal. <laughs> and it's because we, he's a lazy co-host, but he's my good friend. <laughs> Wait a second, I'm a lazy co-host. <laughs> well, actually, I asked Eric, and he's all, eh, just ask Steve. <laughs> Spoken like a true uh, lazy co-host, a man after my own heart. I am only joking. You know we love you, Steve. Yeah. That was actually really good. I was going to just let you go and just do another whole hour and a half of our own show, dude. <laughs> sure. <laughs> that was a five-star impersonation. Spot Seriously. on. Seriously. I also want to turn it over to Breaker and Bane over there. They do a fun retro show talking toys, talking movies. Great show going on over there. Breaker also has his side project. You know it's fake, right? And Scott... We are still Power Hour Pro Wrestling Tag Team Champions. Like Eric, with Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast, I have to carry you in our title run. <laughs> well, it's only fair. I carry you on this podcast. You carry me with the tag titles. It's an even exchange. That is true. We're never going to lose the belts. Can we just retire? Can we ask Breaker I, if we can just retire with the titles? Yeah, we should ask uh, Breaker and Bane because they're the promoters. So we got to ask if we can. Yeah, I don't want to go out on my back. I just want to retire with the belts. Also, I want to talk about Doing the Favor. I mentioned him earlier, and I want to say it again. Happy birthday, Eric, over at Doing the Favor. They have a fun show. Sports, wrestling, they talk about it all over at Doing the Favor. Check out their website, doingthefavor.com, where you can listen to those shows. Also, check out the Break Seek numbers to Walmart. Uh, let's see. I already talked about Positively Pro Wrestling. Actually, Steve talked about Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast. And then we're going to turn it over to Chick Foley Show. Every Friday, they do a fun wrestling show. Marco, Seth, Sheena. Also check out their Facebook group, Chick Foley Show. Justin, we will get to your question next week. Steve said that he didn't want to hear it, so we have to push it off to next week. Everyone wants the smooth sounds of Justin Summers. Don't be putting that on me. You know how many times I've you know how many times I've gotten in a DM saying we love Justin's voice? <laughs> and it's and it's all from the ladies. The smooth sound. <laughs> It's the only time Jeff has ladies sliding into his DMs about Justin. I also get the ones that say, hey, check out my website. Yeah. <laughs> okay, bot. Well, I always click on it. It's always a virus. It's very upsetting. I haven't given up hope, though. I'm still going to click. But if you want to hear that voice, you can check out the Wrestling Cheers podcast. Check out our buddy RJ over at Ringside Rant. Check out Marty and Rucker over at Boots to the Face. I don't want to leave out Tim. He does pulling up a chair podcast where he sits down with a lot of fans and he just shoots the shit with them and a lot of fun. And Scott, Drunk Wrestling History. What you got? Yes. This past Friday, our newest episode dropped and it is all about the TLC trilogy between Edge and Christian, the Hardys and the Dudleys. Fun show. Eddie, Adam, and myself. Two of the three of us drink. It's Drunk Wrestling History. Give us a follow on Twitter at Wrestling underscore Drunk. Find our podcast wherever you find your podcasts at Normally. And it's Drunk Wrestling History. We're not always accurate, but we are always drunk. By the way, I have a bone to pick with you guys. 
uh, did you mean me and Steve or no, 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 no. The, the okay. drunk wrestling history. No, I, I love Steve. I joke around with him, but I love Steve. Well, you took him to the second best talkeria. We can tell you love him. <laughs> Only the best for Steve. I can no, tell. You guys spent 15 minutes on, what was it? Kayentai versus the oddities. Yes. For SummerSlam 98. Yes. 15 minutes. Yes. <laughs> and how long did we spend on the main event? Like two? Actually, I don't even remember you guys talking about the main event. <laughs> Well, see, what we do now is because our shows were getting a little carried away in how long they were going. So we've got a bell and a timer now. So we're, we're trying to keep a little more on track. The problem is a lot of the times, especially with those 90s pay-per-views, the undercard tends to be hilarious in some matches, specifically Kai and Tai versus the oddities, where I wanted to see any one of the oddities do a dive to the outside of the ring. <laughs> <laughs> but unfortunately it did not happen, but it was fun to joke about. So that is why we did 15 minutes on that match. Because again, we're drinking. Things are way funnier when you've been drinking. And that match was hilarious to us. So yeah, 15 minutes for that. Two minutes for Austin and Undertaker. It, it tells you everything you need to know about the show right there. <laughs> Basically. And then I think you spent another 10 minutes on Val Venus opening match or something. Yes. Yes, there were a few jokes that flew about Val Venus and the character he portrayed. Solid opener, though. That was a great match. Choppy, choppy, pee-pee? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> the TLC episode is going to be a little more informative and less jokey-jokey like the SummerSlam one was. So if you were into those TLC matches, which I know a lot of people were, uh, of course, that edge spear off the ladder, which Foco actually just did a bobblehead of. Um, yes. I, I think you'll enjoy the, the TLC episode. Well, I thought you guys would go 10, 15 minutes on the semi-main and the main event. You guys went 15 minutes on... <laughs> on Kai and the oddities. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do want to preface, though, or I do want to say that it was funny what you guys were talking about. So Thank you. That yeah, we try to keep it, it light, you know? It made the 15 minutes go by quicker, so... <laughs> okay, good. But it wasn't... I started thinking, I was like, man, how long are they talking about this? And then somebody <laughs> mentioned, did we just go 15 minutes on Kai and Tai versus the Audit? <laughs> yeah. And you know everything you need to know about drunk wrestling history. Uh, it is. It was a good show, though. It was a funny show, so... Thank you. Check out Drunk Wrestling History. Also, check out our buddies Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling. And every single day, Ryan Buds does trivia with... Bud Scott, roll call. Yes, of course, as we do every week, going to throw it out to the great, the amazing, the ultra-talented Jason Wolf. Give him a follow on all of his social media accounts at The Art of Jason Wolf. Not just because he's a hell of an artist, but because this man produces custom Hasbros. Some of the best I have ever seen, but you've got to stay tuned to his social media to know when they're going to be dropping. So again, social media for the man at The Art of Jason Wolf. Or head on over to his website, Doyle, D-O-Y-L-E, draws.com. And Jeff, that rounds out Roll Call. Steve, I always joke with you, but it was a lot of fun having you in tonight. And as I said earlier, I like having a different voice on the show every once in a while because it brings a different viewpoint to the show. And you did that tonight. I know you were nervous about the reveals and all that stuff. And I know you were worried about the trolls going, hmm, I don't know if Steve likes us, you know, stuff like that. But <laughs> is that actually, how they sound? <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's in how my... all trolls sound. I mean, maybe trolls and the, what was that show? David the Gnome? Maybe those kind of trolls. <laughs> 
<laughs> but I do want to thank you for being in and bringing your insights like you did. Thanks for having me on. It was a lot of fun. This is a great idea. I can't wait to hear the rest of the podcast crossover stuff you guys do. And I was teasing you with my impression of you guys a little bit earlier, but each and every week you guys put out an awesome show and having a, a format and cadence and stuff like that stuff as listeners, you look forward to and you find comfort in. So never stop the the segments, the intros, the podcast buddies, things, everything you guys do. Awesome, awesome stuff. And thanks for having me on. It was a lot, a lot of fun. Well, we know who to go to if we ever need a break. You can just impersonate yeah. <laughs> Scott and I back and forth. Sure. We'll send, we'll send Patreon. Steve the notes. You will do a pa- I'm going to do a Patreon of me re-recording your shows <laughs> as a one-man podcast. So if there's interest in that, I will 100% do it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's great. You guys would, don't get any royalties, s- though. Sorry. Oh, I would sign up. On, that was actually really funny, dude. J-Toon. No, that's too obvious. Jeff T. <laughs> and Scott T. Yeah. Jeff was with two Fs, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. exactly. <laughs> Scott with one T. Yes. <laughs> no, that was a lot of fun, man. And we appreciate you coming on. We appreciate you sitting in. Absolutely. And as, as I always say each week, I always look forward to when Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast drops into my iPod because it's literally one of the first things that I'll listen to. I'll kind of go back and I'll listen to other podcasts and I'll be in the middle of it. But once I see Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast drop, the first thing I do is uh, pop that on immediately because I enjoy listening to you and Eric talk and whatever banter you guys have or your insights on like, I'll just use it because it's one of your most recent shows, WrestleMania four. So I love it, man. Love the show. And I'm also enjoying the outfield concourse podcast. So you're doing great. You're doing great things over there. I appreciate it. We, I work hard on our show and we put a lot of work into it over the past, you know, almost five years now. So it's, it's a lot of work and my friends, just people I know are starting podcasts. I'm sure you guys hear it too. And if anyone's listening to this, if you want to start a podcast, just do it. But no, like Jeff said earlier, I don't, I don't know if we we're recording yet about how your early shows aren't going to be great, but just keep at it, keep having fun, and it's it's awesome, and you get involved in this fun podcast community we're all in. So go ahead and start a show. Yeah, absolutely. That's like uh, Tim from Pulling Up a Chair. He did that as well. Absolutely. And as far as I know, Tim's having fun with us. So, but just remember. Those first few episodes are always a little rough, but they do get better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man, are they rough? It gets Anyways. better. Hashtag. <laughs> it does get better. <laughs> so, Scott, for episode 273, anything else? Yeah, Jeff, just to echo what you said, Steve, thank you for coming on. It was great having that third voice on here, and you're awesome, man. And I love the viewpoint on the Hasbros. That was a great point and counterpoint. I loved it. Thank you for coming on tonight, man. We truly appreciate it. Thanks, Scott. Hopefully next Mania... You know, coming up, we'll all be hanging out together. I truly hope so. And Jeff, stay six feet apart, get yourself vaccinated, fig life since 2016, and happy toy hunting. Again, I want to thank Steve for being on, and also I want everybody to get their animals spayed and neutered. That's for you, Justin Summers. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag fig life. Adios. Let's go! Jeff and Scott, the Tomb Brothers, busting out the ring. But we don't take it out the box, MOC. Happy toy hunting, we'll see you next week. We're the OGs of WFP. 
Fully posable, thank you all for listening It ain't no storyline, real life siblings So everybody go and do your toy spotting Hashtag fig life, adios from the kings